Hello, all you doinks out there, and welcome to week two of our weekly sports podcast of the Double Doinks. Yes, the Double Doinks are weekly with wrestling and sports, and this is our sports edition. Yes, and it's uh, been an excellent week in sports because yes. October, as you all know, playoff baseball, playoff baseball, NHL season starts, NBA season starts, and the heart of the football schedule, the most important quarter. The second quarter of the NFL season when mm-hmm. teams start to separate themselves yep. is happening right now. So, we're going to start off with the NFL. We're now, gonna... we're, we didn't think about this last week, but we're thinking about it now. We thought about it before we started recording. We're going to break down the previous week in, sport, in football. So, we're going to go over all of week four, technically, right now. And then we'll be predicting the Sunday... Monday games of week five because we record on Thursday, so the Thursday night game is going on right now. So we don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yep, we haven't even watched anything about it yet. And then we're going to talk about the Thursday night game of the following week, so week six Thursday night game. Yes. So we're going to go over, we're going to start with the Thursday night game from week four, which was my boys, the Philadelphia Eagles, taking down the 3-0 and Packers. Clutch clutch game especially yes, with the a fact clutch clutch play at the very end an interception to end that game taking Aaron, out uh rogers in the end zone a la super bowl 49 aaron Rodgers does not throw many interceptions no he does not he's th- he's one of the least interception uh intercepted quarterbacks in the nfl in the nfl and i think um he had like a huge streak last year that was broken by the bears yep when eddie jackson intercepted him and then eddie jackson got hurt and then that kind of derailed the defense at the end of the season for chicago but um, this was such a good game. It was so good to see the Eagles get to form on Yo, offense, finally. on defense. They looked like a complete package for the really the first time yeah. all season. They've had and, some and pretty our, sloppy and games. Our, our receiving core is starting to come back slowly but surely from yes. injury with oh, Nelson yeah. Aguilar and um, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey Coleman. Jordan Howard looked yeah. awesome. Oh, he looked really he good. He looked really good. And, and as a Bears fan, Obviously, I see Jeffrey in the in the jersey, and I see uh, Howard in the jersey. Howard wasn't being utilized last year by Matt Nagy until the end of the season, and when he was given Howard the rock, Howard showed that he could still be an all-world oh, running back. 100%. Since he's been drafted, only one running back has more rushing yards than him. Who? Zeke Elliott. Yeah. That's the only running back who has more rushing yards than Jordan Howard since he's been drafted. They were drafted the same year. Zeke went in the first round. Jordan Howard went in the third round. Really? Wow. You can get a good running back late in the draft. You do not need to take one at the top of the draft, guys. And Jordan Howard is a prime example of that. He's yeah. going to put up some good numbers for Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and then second we'll, game was, we'll break uh, into the Monday night, uh, Monday games, or the Sunday, Sunday games. games. Yeah. Let's start with the Patriots-Bills. What a game. It was a really freaking good and, game. And what we talked about last week is that the Patriots were going to need something because the Bills' defense was for real. Oh, and, yeah, they're for real. And... Tom Brady did not have a good game. No, he didn't. But defense and special teams. Yes. Um, I mean, Matthew Slater, one of the most important special teams plays in the NFL. You know, I hear a lot on Sports Talk Radio, you know, when you listen to the local stuff up here. There's a reason why Belichick pays Matthew Slater the way he pays him. Because he makes a difference he performs. as a gunner. He blocks punts. He scoops and scores. He is so important on special teams. Yeah. And that was the difference in that game. That scoop and score on the blocked punt was the difference in the game. That and a hit on Josh Allen. Yeah. That should have gotten somebody suspended. 
Yeah, you're not wrong. Because somebody else in another game, again, multiple offender, Vontez Burfitt, is suspended for the rest of the year for his hit. Yep. But the guy on the Patriots gets a flag, doesn't get a game ejection, doesn't get a fine after the game, doesn't get as a far suspension. as I know of, and doesn't get suspended. And Josh Allen was knocked out of that game. Josh Allen had to leave because of a concussion protocol. That, there's there's a little bit of a double standard there, and I understand that Vontez Burfecht is a very dirty player, and it's yeah. something he's done his entire career. But if you're going to suspend him for the season, I think it was Jonathan Joseph. No, not Jonathan Joseph for the Patriots. I don't know who who hit, I don't know who I'm it was sure. that hit. He should have gotten a game. He should have gotten a game for that hit. Yeah. And speaking of the Patriots, we'll break into a little bit of news, then we'll get back to oh, new kicker. Yes, they signed a new kicker with Steven Gostowski Gostowski on the IR for a hip injury that's going to require surgery. He's out for the rest of the year. Before being put on IR, he made 11 out of 15 PITs. PATs. PATs, yeah. When he missed like three in the last six years. I know. He's been off. He's been very off this year. It must be because of his hip. So they put him on uh, the injured reserve, and they re they they signed Mike Nug- uh, Nugent, Nugent. Yep, from former Jets kicker. The Jets. Yeah, former Jets kicker. Accurate kicker. You know, they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna get what they need out of him. Yeah, but and it, he is only the fourth kicker in the Belichick era. I know. I know. So <laughs> says a lot. Giants, Redskins. Daniel Jones, man. Yeah. Real deal. Yeah, the Giants Redsk- are starting to really come back. Redskins are falling apart, though. Redskins are done. I'm already going to say this. They're no they more. are a four and twelve team. If that. What they're going to go? They're going to go like two and fourteen. Really? They're, yeah, they're going to have the number one overall pick if the Dolphins don't go zero and sixteen. True. Because they're awful. Yeah. They are awful, and they just spent a number a first round pick on Dwayne Haskins. So they're going to get the number one overall pick, and what are they going to do with it? Because everyone's doing this dive to get this kid coming out of college this 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 year coming up. It's it's. It, I, I don't like it at all. No. I, I don't like it at all. And it sucks because the Redskins are a very proud franchise. You gotta remember yeah. they've had they've had Super Bowl championships in their past. They don't look good at all. At all, at all, at all. And the Giants tore them apart. Yeah. Tore them they apart. They really did. Next on the list is um Chiefs Lions. And talk about a nail biter. Yeah. The, the Lions- Chiefs took it down to the last seconds. Yes. And we we talk in our wrestling podcast a good loss. Yeah. All right, that would have been a good loss for the Chiefs. No, or that's been a good a, loss. For, that's a good loss for the Lions. Yeah, no loss in the NFL is, is a good loss. But I'll tell you something right now: they showed a lot. Matthew Stafford and that offense, very oh, yeah. good. Carry on Johnson, Matthew Stafford. That team is loaded. Can you imagine if if Megatron had never retired? Yeah. Oh man, they they could actually make some noise in the North. But, yeah, and and you know who was the mastermind of this team? Patricia. Matt Patricia. Matt, I'm I am a hundred percent. Confident, hundred percent confident that Patricia called Belichick going into this week and said, "Hey, and asked, asked him, hey, can you give me some give, pointers? Give me some pointers against this Patrick Mahomes kid because this kid's tearing everybody up." Yeah, and you predicted Mahomes to be the MVP. Yeah, he showed. He it. had an MVP match. He showed uh, MVP game that he had his he had his moment. Yeah, uh, Titans Falcons Titans go over twenty four ten. Yep, um, Falcons did not look good. Marcus Mariota looked really good. See, now I'm I. I have a lot of confidence in the Falcons this year. Well, yeah, because they beat your Eagles. Yeah, that's why. Because they beat one of the best teams in the NFL, and one of the best teams in the NFL right now is two and two. Yeah, but the, 
like I told you, that NFC South is weak. That NFC South is very weak. Yeah. Carolina, I mean, they're doing some stuff right now with their backup quarterback and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey may be the offensive player. Yeah, the guy's all over the place. He's running. He's catching yeah. the ball. His kid's unbelievable. But Tampa Bay, who actually, you want to talk about a shocking win? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Tampa Bay Scoring had no business. over 50 points taking out the Rams, Rams. who oh. are arguably the best team in the NFL. Well, they they can always be put in that conversation, but not with a game like that. Their defense did not show up at yeah. all. That's an all world defense, and they did not show up at all. Yeah, and we'll talk about the the last remaining undefeated teams. Yeah, and how it's how it's the gorgeous twin sisters, and then the st- ugly stepchild. Yeah, in San Francisco at Matthew. Yes, exactly. But the I mean the Falcons are just part of a really poor division. But they don't show up this week, and the Saints do. You know what I mean? It it, it it was a very wonky week for certain divisions it in the NFL. Really, really, this was a really weird week for the NFL. Especially the AFC North. Yeah. The Browns, everybody's talking, oh, God. Lamont problem, Jackson. Problems wrong with the with the Browns. They're 0-2. They're now 2-2. Two two. Yeah. They're tied at the they top of the division. They took out Lamar Jackson. They destroyed the Ravens in Baltimore. 40-25. to 25. When was the last time the Ravens gave up 40 points? A long time I, ago. It's been way too long. Way too long. And... It wasn't it wasn't um Odell Beckham Jr. and it wasn't Baker Mayfield. It was Nick Chubb running all over that team. Oh yeah. He carried that team. The Browns, if they utilize Chubb like that week in and week out, they will win that division. They will win that division. Yeah. Because the Ravens the Ravens did not look good on Sunday at all. Uh speaking of teams that haven't looked good, the Raiders beat the Colts. 31-24, um, two teams that are just trying to find their way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in, in, now that Locke retired, yeah, and the Raiders are still still pretty much spinning their wheels till they move to Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean at they this just, point. Yeah, I mean Derek Carr is a is a great quarterback. Yeah, but they're, they're spinning their wheels and they've got a they've got a big big matchup this week in London. We'll talk about that when we get to it. But uh, Panthers beat the Texans, so the Panthers on another you know another win. Texans, man. What's going on with them? Yeah, I I don't know. With them, they they look so promising every year. They look really like they look like they could be a top contender in the South, and they just underdeliver. No, they really do. They really do. They're in a division that's pretty much open year in and year out. I mean, there's nobody who really runs away with that division. You got Jacksonville, you got Tennessee, you got the Texans, and you've got um oh who's the fourth team in that division? Why am I blanking? The Colts. Nobody runs away with that division any year. It always comes down to the wire. There's always a ten and six, nine and seven winner in that division, yeah. and the Texans should should always should be, be that winner. I mean, they got JJ Watt, and JJ Watt's been playing out of this world again this year. Yeah. And and what what are they showing for? What are they two and two? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. God, Dolphins get creamed again. Chargers thirty to ten. Zero and four. Like I said, zero and sixteen. Only team to go sixteen and zero. They're gonna go zero and sixteen. They're not going to win a game this year. The only team to go 16 and now? And win the Super Bowl? Oh, win the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patriots don't count, man. They lost that game. Yeah, they went 18-1 and and lost the one game that really matters. Yeah. You know what other team went 18-1 and and won a game that mattered? Chicago Bears, 85. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of the Buccaneers, like you said, 55 points put up against the Rams. Where did that come from? It came out of nowhere. So we do a pick'em league. I know I've mentioned this before. I picked the Rams immediately. I'm pretty sure everybody except for like two people picked the Rams. 
No, I think everybody in the league picked the Rams. There were two people that picked Tampa Bay. Really? I remember. I'm pretty sure there were like one or two people that picked Tampa Bay, and it was random out of the blue. I'm literally shrugging here. I don't know. I, what to say. I don't know what to say with this. The Rams were at home. Yeah. Jared Goff's supposed to be the next big thing. They've got they've got Aaron Donald on the on defense. Marcus Peters playing corner on one Speaking side. Speaking of defense, the, keep the lead playing on the other side. Speaking of defense, oh, Nadamik and Sue. I know, they let him go. Remember that? Yeah, they let him go. Yeah, they and let him he go. Shut him down. Still playing at a high at a high level. Oh yeah, he had something to prove. He had something oh, to prove. Hundred percent. And it's just like you have all this talent on defense. This is the second time in the last two years with all this talent on defense that you've given up a 50-burger because they gave it up to the Chiefs last year mm-hmm. in that wild, wild shootout that was defensive 54, scores. 51. It was crazy. This isn't the Chiefs that you played. This is the Buccaneers. Yeah, this is Tampa Bay. I mean, it's just odd. I don't trust Jameis Winston at all. And the guy put up fuku points in fantasy this past week. And I don't yeah. really play much fantasy. Um, Your boys... The Seahawks, man, you're all over the Seahawks this year. They, they, I'm really liking the Seahawks. They, I mean, with the bye week for the um for the 49ers this past week, Seahawks are now three and one, mm-hmm. twenty-seven to ten over the Cardinals, and the Cardinals still haven't gotten a win yet. Yeah, Cardinals are looking scary. Everyone thought that Kyler Murray was going to bring the Cardinals back to something, and they just haven't. And he threw that pick six right to Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, talk about a smart trade. Houston let Jadavian Clowney go to Seattle. Yeah. See, now... And he is playing all world like he's supposed to be playing. That that defense... You know, I I, I said last week in my picks f- for the season, you know, I I really thought Seattle was a middling team. I thought they were going to be an 8-8, eight 9-7 and eight, nine and seven team. They're 3-1 right now. Yeah, they, they and, have a chance of becoming and, like, a, like an 11-5, 12-4 team. Pete Carroll may be the second best coach in the NFL. Under? Bill Belichick. Belichick. Bill Belichick's on a whole other level. You wouldn't put Andy Reid in that no, conversation? No, I, I would put Andy Reid... I'd probably put Andy Reid third or fourth. Where would you put Mike Tomlin? Uh, I'd probably put Tomlin seven. Okay. I have I have it Belichick, Carroll, Harbour, Reid, Nagy, Peterson, Tomlin. Okay. Quality. I, that's a, that's a quality top seven. I, that's the way I look at it. Tomlin just doesn't seem to get the most out of some of his players, and he just doesn't deal with personalities. No, he, he lost Le'Veon Bell, which was I mean, it's starting to look like a pretty good move because Le'Veon Bell's had a lot of wear and tear. But you you, you lost him for a full season. He lost AB, and AB is gone. Yeah, he's down the, the wayside. Whatever it is. Um, we'll go to Jaguars Broncos. What a finish! What a finish! Oh, yeah. It looked like Fangio was going to get his first win. And mm-hmm. then once again, his defense lets him down with another roughing the passer penalty. Yep. Puts the team into scoring position. But whoever this kid is that's playing for the Jaguars right now, the the, the the quarterback, I don't even know what his name is. He's got an awesome mustache. He's got this awesome look. Hold on. I got I to gotta look this up. Uh, hold on. What is his name? I'm going to look it up. Jag- Gardner Minshaw. Gardner Minshew. Minshew. This kid is unbelievable. He Dude, is that mustache. He is carrying the Jaguars to victory. Yeah, he is. He is unbelievable. It's just been it's been great to see them kind of 
stay very consistent, especially after Foles went down. Everyone thought their season was over after Foles went down. Everybody. Oh and, yeah. And and they're and they're staying very strong. Um, and he guess what round he was drafted? Uh, seventh. Sixth round. Sixth round. Sixth round this year. Oh, God. Um. So before we get to the Sunday night game, we're gonna get to probably the most dominating performance in the NFL this past week, and I'm gonna have a huge bias on this. But the Chicago Bears destroyed the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The Vikings come in as the number one rushing team, averaging 195 yards a game. 195 yards a game. Dalvin Cook's averaging over f- four and a half yards a carry. They held the team to 40 yards rushing. Wow. They did that. Not only, you have to remember, Akeem Hicks was out for that game. Mm-hmm. Right before the game started, Roquan Smith was a healthy scratch. So essentially, up the middle of that defense, you do not have Akeem Hicks, and you do not have Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. And the two guys who had to step up, which were Nick Williams, number 97, and Nick Wachowski, number 44, stepped up. You guys want to watch a highlight package? Just watch Nick Wachowski in that game. Yeah. There's a screen pass that Dalvin Cook catches in the flat. Kwiatkowski blows it up. Splits both. Both guys were supposed to be blocking him. Blows up that play. He then jukes Dalvin Cook and gets a strip sack against um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is falling apart this year. He's old. Buddy, I said something last week, and I'm going to continue to go back to it. He cannot beat winning teams. He's never been able to do it in his career. I think now he's he's 0-9-1 against teams with a winning record. Okay, he's He can't do it. And Adam Thielen called him out after the game. But the play to me that you want to watch about Nick Wachowski is the second sack that he forced. Because Dalvin Cook was waiting for him to juke him again, and he basically took Dalvin Cook and drove him back five yards right into Cousins. Yeah, it's, it, like, it's like in in the uh, in the training camp where they yes, have the, the dummy have bag. the dummy bags and they pick them up and Dude, send them. He made Dalvin Cook look dumb. And outside of a garbage touchdown in garbage time that Cook scored, this should have been a shutout. And yeah. the defense wanted the shutout and they just didn't get it because they they had been on the field too much. But the big thing coming out of this game is another quarterback engine. Mitchell Trubisky's Mitch, out. Yeah, and it's a separated. Uh, he ended up having a dislocated shoulder and a torn labrum in his left. Um, which luckily is his non-throwing shoulder. Um, they're saying it doesn't require surgery. He isn't going to play this week. No. And, and I think he's going to be out till like week seven. Yeah, because they have a bye week. I, I think he's going to be back in time for the Eagles-Bears game that we're going to be going to. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I hope, but... Well, I, for me, hopefully not. For Dave, hopefully. No. Chase Daniels has a much better grip of this offense. Much better grip. Really? He's been in this offense for a lot longer. Fair, fair, fair. He understands his role in this offense. He doesn't try to improvise. He doesn't try to just, you know, make things happen that that aren't going to happen. So that's the only thing about about Daniels that I really like. Um, I would just let Trubisky try to heal naturally. You know what I mean? Don't try to rush him back. You're going to London this week. They're facing the Raiders. Um, then they got the bye week. Mm-hmm. So let him let him rest up. Give him some time. It's it's fine. Let Daniels play a couple of games. Daniels proved this week that he can he can control the offense. I mean, they didn't go out and score a ton of points. They only scored 16 points. But he came right in, drove 75 yards, scored a touchdown on the opening drive. What more can you ask? And then the defense did what the defense did. Yeah. They're the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. Second, I mean, the Patriots right now are a close second, but I would take the Bears defense because they're, they're all world. Um, Saints-Cowboys, Sunday Night Football, that was a good game. 
I really have the Cowboys going in that game, but Teddy Bridgewater showed up. You know who didn't show up? Dak Prescott. No, he didn't. Did not show up. Had an interception very uh, at the end on that Hail Mary. He's, yeah. He looked off the entire game. It, it was just a – it was it was quite odd. It was quite odd because usually the Cowboys show up in yeah, these Yeah, I'm spots. pretty sure, pretty sure we're, we've talked about this, but they're going to start to slip, and it's going to all come down to egos. Mm-hmm. And the egos is what's going to call cause them not eagles, but the egos, egos is yep. what's going to cause the downfall of the Cowboys. Yep. And then Monday night, zero uh, and three versus zero and three. What a bond burner! The Steelers, you know, destroy the so Bengals. So I, I would have loved to see the Bengals win that for the sole reason because our buddy Cody is a Steelers fan. Okay. And I would have loved to rub in his face that his Steelers are zero and four. Well, that'd have been funny as hell. But yeah. I can't talk much because I'm two and two. Well. You're a good two and two. That's the difference. Yeah, you know what I mean. Steelers are disgusting this year. No one and three. I mean, I, like I told you last week, I had them winning the North, and yeah, that pick is looking really good right about now. Right. Oh God. So, um, big news out of the NFL this past week. Like I already mentioned, Montez, um, Montez Burfitt. Yeah, being suspended for the season. Yep. Um, it was a dirty hit. I don't like. It was, it was gross. It doesn't need to be in the NFL anymore. You don't need to see those types of hits in the NFL. <laughs> we we are launching at somebody. Yeah. You know, Trying to trying to hurt people. Um, Another think, piece of news, a little okay. sad bit of news. Uh, Cardinals owner Bill Bid, uh, Bidwell has passed away. Oh Jesus! Um, team uh, announced that Bidwell's death at the age of 88 passed away. He's been the owner of the Cardinals since 1972. Wow, wow! I think that makes uh, Virginia McCaskey the oldest owner in uh, all of pro sports with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he passed away on the second. So wow. Sad day. Well, let's see if the Cardinals can turn the season around. Maybe do something. A do something bit in his honor. Inspiring. You yeah. I mean, you see teams doing that all the time. Oh yeah. Um. But the Bur- back to the Burke thing. Um. Him blowing kisses to the crowd, I think, is really what set the NFL off and why they suspended him for the year. I could see that. Yeah. It's just a bad look, especially yeah. for a guy who's caused a lot of problems in the past with all the dirty. Which hits he's which had. is which is odd because I get it. Dirty hit, suspended, fined. Sent away for the rest of the season, kissing out bad look for the NFL. What about the bad look for the NFL with Antonio Brown signing with probably the most hated football team in the entire NFL, the New England Patriots, and having this whole scandal come up, letting him play, and then they cut him, but the NFL does nothing about it. Be it it's a scandal and they don't know if it's true or anything. It's hearsay at this point. But still, like, Put out a statement or something, just kind of like address it. Don't just let it fall away. Mm-hmm. Where you suspend a guy for doing something that he thought was right in the moment. I, I don't have any words to describe it because unfortunately, the NFL is a very reactionary league when it comes to social media. Um, they do a lot of stuff in which they find people, um, guilty, in the court of public opinion before they're actually found yeah. guilty in any kind of other. Yeah. You're 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 100% right there. So, like when we look at like a situation, um, I'll never condone it. You know, striking your child, but Adrian Peterson. Yeah, right? I'm gonna go back to that one because, to me, Adrian Peterson was brought up with that kind of discipline. Yeah, and if he's privately disciplining his child at home, with a switch, which is what he did, if the mother doesn't condone it, it can become a private matter. She doesn't need to be posting these pictures on social media and turning Adrian Peterson into this 
monster. Monster, which he wasn't. He was just disciplining his child. Should he have done it with a switch? No. But at the same time, that's how he kind of was raised. That's kind of the discipline that he knows, so that's the discipline he's passing off to his son. He was found so guilty, he was suspended. I think he missed an entire season. Yeah, he was suspended for an entire season. And it's like, that was in the prime of his career. It, it It's his livelihood to play in this league all over hearsay because nothing yeah, and, ever happened in the courts. And, and, and he's one of the greatest running backs on and off the, well, on and off the field. He's not a bad guy even off the field. People talk about the things he's done in the Minnesota community when he's yeah. playing in Minnesota, things he does in the D.C. community now when he's playing in D.C. It's, it's just weird. And and someone like, you know, perfect. he's getting what he deserves because of the amount of times he's done all this yeah. dirty play. But you got someone like David Carr, uh, Derek Carr coming out and um, defending him. Yeah. Because he's defending the human being. I, to me, I heard something really good said by somebody um, on on TV. I don't remember what station it was on or who it was that said it. But these guys in this league need to join together when it comes to someone like Montez Perfect and basically just say, hey, listen, we don't want this guy in the league. He's ruining the chance of us being fathers, us being husbands outside of this game yeah. when he does these cheap shots, when he, when he does these dirty hits. And yeah, the guy he hit came out and said, it's not a big deal, it's a football play. Well, you wouldn't be saying that if he knocked you out of the game, if he knocked you for a loop. You wouldn't be saying that if you were being wheeled out in a stretcher like Antonio Brown was once. Yeah. Or other guys in other games like um, Ben Roethlisberger was in the past when he played for Min- uh, mm-hmm. for uh, Cincinnati. So that's just my my feeling on Montez Perfect. Get him out of the league. We don't need him. We really don't. Yeah, we don't need someone of that that negative. That, that ilk. Uh, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, toxic. Yes. Very, uh, play style. Yes. Very toxic. All right. So now we're going to get into week five. Obviously, okay. we're not going to do the Thursday pick. Yep. Game's happening right now. Um. Eagles, Jets, Eagles easily. Okay, yeah, they're at home. I I'll second that. Uh, Jaguars at Panthers. See, I I'm pretty sure I picked uh, Jaguars upsetting them in Carolina. See, I'm going Minshew magic. I'm just going to keep going with it, man. That kid's unbelievable. Yeah, that mustache. Minshew's mustache magic. There we go. I'll just go with that. Um, Vikings, Giants bounce back game for the Vikings. They're going to run over the Giants. I said that Daniel Jones is going to take the Giants to defeat. Uh, where is it? It's in New York. It's in New York. New York's winning. Yeah, I, I have the Vikings winning, um, and it's just because I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a bounce-back game. I don't think the Giants' lunch defense is that good. Um, Falcons at Texans. Speaking of two disappointing teams from last week. I think week, I have Atlanta winning at a, uh, winning away. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think they'll, they'll bounce back a lot better. Uh, Buccaneers at Saints. Saints are going to win this Saints game. Saints are going to win that game. Yeah, they have to. They, uh, they're coming off a huge Monday night win. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sunday night win. Um, Buccaneers were a nice surprise last week, but I don't see them putting them yeah, a 50. Yeah, I, I don't think they can win it again. No. And they not can't on the win road. the big one again. Not, not on the road and not in New Orleans. New yeah. Orleans is a very tough place to win. Yeah. Um, Bills going to Tennessee. Do the Bills lose two in a row? Um, I'm pretty sure I have the Bills winning this game. See, I have them losing. T- Titans really caught win last week. Mariota did very well. And Josh Allen's not playing. Oh. Matt Barkley's the starting quarterback. Because Josh Allen's not going to clear concussion protocol. I, I I like the Titans and I especially like the Titans because of their head coach in that game. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Mike Vrabel's the head coach man. All he's got to do is yeah. pick up the phone. Hey, Bill. Yeah, true. What'd you do last week? Yeah. That's all it is. Um ooh, here's a bond burner. Cardinals and Bengals. Who gets their first win? I think... Because it's in Cincinnati. I think I 
picked, the cards went away. Wow. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray's finally going to get a win. Okay. Well, I'll go with that as well. Okay. Um, I just don't trust the Bengals. I, I don't trust I, Andy Dalton. No. AJ Green's out this year. I, I doesn't Andy didn't Andy Dalton shave to have a mustache too? I, I don't know. He he always had like this like he was uh what they call him the Red Rocket or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, he had like a red beard and stuff. And, no, Cardinals will get their first win. Bengals will go zero five. Patriots Redskins in Washington. Patriots, Patriots. are winning that. Yeah, game that's they're gonna go. If the Redskins win that game, that is the biggest upset of the year. Yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. Yeah. Um, I I look at it this way. I play uh, DraftKings. Okay. And it was either take the Patriots defense or take the Bears defense this week. Ooh. I took the Patriots defense. They're facing the Redskins. Yeah, true. Who are the Bears facing? We'll get to that later. We'll get to that. It's coming up. Um, Ravens at Steelers. Ravens. Are I'm pretty win this sure game. about Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens are going to win this game. They need a bounce back. This is like the perfect bounce back game yeah. for them. Now this is a. It's tough because the Steelers always show up in these games. But yeah, they do. I feel like it's going to be a big bounce back. I think the uh, I think the Ravens got this. <laughs> The London game, the Chicago Bears versus the Oakland Raiders. Chicago Bears. Yes. And that is where I was torn up because this is the Khalil Mack game. This is the team that traded Khalil Mack last year that didn't want Khalil Mack. They didn't want to pay Khalil Mack all this money because they didn't feel he was an all-world talent. Yeah, well, you get shown up. The Raiders drafted this guy number four overall (laughs) and didn't consider this guy an all-world talent. And didn't want to pay him? And didn't want to pay him? Stupid. Khalil Mack is going to have four sacks in this game. Five. Derek Carr, I pray for you because your left tackle, who's a former Patriot, I think Malcolm Brown, whoever the Patriot, no, Trent Brown, Trent Brown. I was going to say Malcolm Butler. No, Trent Brown, the left tackle from last year that the Raiders gave all this money to. He's going going to be a turnstile this week. They're going to put three guys on him, and you know what's going to happen when you have three guys on him? Akeem Hicks is one-on-one. Roy Robinson-Harris is one-on-one. Leonard Floyd's one-on-one. It's going to be, it's going to be a, Beating, this team's gonna the, the Raiders gonna take a beat and Cleo Mack's gonna have four sacks. He's gonna show them why you should have paid him. Broncos, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, Broncos aren't gonna win this week, especially since it's in San Diego, San Diego. Uh, or no, LA. LA, LA. We gotta can't mess that one. We're up. in the we're in the past. Yes, um, we're gonna be doing this show next week, and we're like the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, the Oakland. No, Raiders. the Vegas Raiders now. Actually, aren't they technically the LA Raiders right now? No, it's LA Rams. That's LA right. Rams, LA Raiders. Chargers, Oakland yep. Raiders, and yep. they're gonna be Las Vegas Raiders. I think of twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, one or the other. Yeah. Um, Packers Cowboys, good game. I'm pretty sure the Pack winning. Yeah, it's in Dallas. The Pack's still gonna win. I don't know. I'll just I'll. I'll oppose you, and I'll go with the Cowboys. Okay. I I, I think the Cowboys are going to wake up, bounce back this week. Um, Aaron Rodgers and that offense just still seem a little bit off to me. Um, Colts, Chiefs. 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 If Andrew Luck was still in this game, I'd give the Colts a shot, but this is the Chiefs game. This is the Chiefs game. This is the Chiefs game to lose. And then on Monday Night Football, Cleveland Browns versus the San Francisco 49ers. Do the 49ers remain undefeated? Now, this is where we were talking about the ugly stepsister. We have the the Patriots and the Chiefs as the 4-0 teams. Yep. The, and then coming off the bye week. At 3-0. At 3-0. Coming off a fourth week yeah, bye. Yeah, what is up with that? That was really early this year. Coming off a fourth week bye, the San Francisco 49ers will become 4-0. Really? You have them? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cleveland, is. they're going to come off hot. 
from this past game, but the San Francisco 49ers are going to come off rested from this game. Okay. And it's going to be a very, very close game. I think the um I think Cleveland has all the confidence from just beating the Ravens the way they did. And I think they're gonna run all over San Francisco. Really? Is it in San Fran? It's in San Fran. I think Nick Chubb is gonna have another hundred and fifty or hundred and sixty yards this week. Okay. Um Cleveland's gonna win this game running away. Okay. And I mean I mean two touchdowns running away. It's gonna be bad. San Francisco's gonna be three and one, and now you're gonna have San Francisco at three and one, and whatever, and whoever wins this game tonight, Thursday night, it's the Rams and the Seahawks. They'll be leading the division. Yeah, and then San Francisco is going to be chasing them the rest of the year. And I know I picked San Francisco to win the division. It's going to take a lot of the head-to-head matchups for that to happen. Yep. But San Francisco will chase until they stop playing head-to-head against the Rams and against yep. the Seahawks. Yep. And then next Thursday, Giants Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, it's in it's in Foxborough. Patriots. Pa- Patriots are going to go. And there's no reason there's, there's no game. the Daniel Jones train. I have predicting stopping this week, and you have it predicting stopping next week. Yep. So it's good. It is what it is. The Giants just let it let let the, let Daniel Jones have his fun. But news is that Saquon Barkley is going to try to be back for this game. That should be interesting. I I still think the defense is going. Oh to no, be... the defense is too good. The, yeah. yeah, the Patriots defense is way too good. Let's move on. No. To Major League Baseball. Yeah, how about that National League Wild Card game? What a game, huh? Now, I didn't catch that. I don't know who won. Um, uh, the Nationals came back. They were down 3-1, to one, and they scored three runs in the eighth inning and won that game. And who did they play? It the was... Nationals played... Hold on. I didn't write it down, guys, so I'm kind of just going back over some, uh, some notes here. Um... Well, while he's looking it up, let's talk about the American League wildcard game. Hold on. National League wildcard game. I'm looking it up for you right now. The Nationals beat the Brewers. The Bru- Really? Yeah, they beat the Brewers. Milwaukee's out. Milwaukee's out, yep. Wow. Yeah. I had Milwaukee going to take on the Dodgers. Yeah, well, Milwaukee's out, man. Should have won your division. Yeah, true. Yeah, just like a certain other team should have won their division. But you know what? I know Oakland lost, and it wasn't a pretty game. They lost 5-1. 5-1, yeah. Um, Tampa Bay looks really good. How good must those two teams be, Tampa Bay and Oakland, when they're playing in divisions with two teams that each won 100 games? Either one of those teams would would have won the Central. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks because I think Oakland started the wrong pitcher. I like Sean Manaya. I know he's only been pitching for a couple of weeks because he came in very late in should the season. Should have been your boy Mike Fires. Should have been Mike Fires. Mike Fires should have been starting that game. He should have. He's been the best pitcher on that roster all year. Yeah. He was nearly a 20-game winner this year. I think he ended up winning like 16 or 17 games this year. Yep. He was a fireballer all year. He should have been on the mound to start that game. The game was over in the first inning when Manaya gave up a home run. Mm-hmm. And, and Tampa Bay never looked back. I think they hit four home runs last night. It just sucks because Oakland was my, not only are they my favorite team, they were kind of my dark horse pick. They were the team that I could see that could go up against any of these big, I mean, they had a winning record against Houston this year. They had a winning record against the Yankees this year. They had a winning record against Cleveland this year. They could have went up against any of these teams. Yeah, and they could have upset. And they could have upset any of them. Yeah. 
But unfortunately, now we're looking at the rest of the playoffs. Yes. Now I have a bit of a call out here. My my good buddy Nick, aka I'm a I'm gonna really throw it back here. My buddy Nick, aka Yo Tango. Now that Yo was Yo Tango. We used to do YouTube together. Him and I. We used to do Minecraft videos and G- Gary's mod videos and uh, all these other videos. And he went by the name Yo Tango. And we met online. Um, through Skype or whatever. He lives in Canada. And we became like the best of friends for a while. And we've gone our separate ways, but we still talk like regularly. We mm-hmm. talk pretty much daily almost. He is from Canada and he lives in the Toronto area, but he is a Houston Astros fan. So when I posted the Clayton Kershaw and who can stop the Dodgers, he comments back, what about the Astros? It's a good shout, Nick. The Astros, I'm going to say, are going to make it to the World Series. But I can see the Dodgers beating the Astros in five. The Astros are going to win game two, and then the Dodgers are going to win three straight. So here's the rest of the playoffs for you. It's Cardinals, Braves, Nationals, Dodgers in the National League. Rays, Astros, Twins, Yankees in the American League. I see the Cardinals and the Dodgers advancing. Okay. I agree. And I see the Astros and the Yankees advancing. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, the Dodgers are going to wipe the floor with the Cardinals. Four games. I I could see it being a sweep. Maybe five. In the American League, they're going to beat each other up. They're going to go the full seven. Astros have home home field advantage, and they have the better pitching staff. Yeah. And I will... they have the best pitching staff it, in the MLB. It's unbelievable, that pitching staff. Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Zach Granke. Best starting pitching staff in the majors. Mm-hmm. Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve. That team's stacked. Easily. But when you're playing long series after long series, it's going to catch up to you. And that's, and that's where I think the Dodgers will finally get over the schneid. The Dodgers are going to be rested. They're going to be a lot fresher going into the World Series. Now, I will put a caveat on this. If Clayton Kershaw cannot keep his dominating ways like he's never done in the playoffs before, he needs to be Clayton Kershaw for them to win the World Series. Yeah. Okay? Because we know that's going to be the game one he's gonna, pitching he, matchup. He's going to start game one. He'll most likely start game four. And if it goes game seven, he'll start game seven. He is the most dominating starting pitcher probably of our generation. Number two, yeah. very close number two. Well, of, I'm sorry, of your generation. Because I grew up Clemens, Pedro Martinez, Randy yeah. Johnson, all those guys. But this generation right now, um, it's it's Kershaw and it's Verlander. Yeah, and, and then I'd be, say three. He didn't show up this year, but three would be Chris Sale. No, I'm not a Chris Sale guy. I'm not a Chris Sale guy. He, um, he's just a strikeout guy. He's not. He's not a. He's not a pitcher's pitcher. Okay. He's not a pitcher. Fair enough. I. I. I've never liked Chris Sale. I. I'm not a big strikeout. Everybody strikes out a lot of people now in the major leagues. Fair. You're either hitting home runs, you're striking out, or you're walking. Nobody knows how to hit anymore in the majors, and that's which why, is weird because the Red Sox do a lot of hitting. Yeah, they do a lot of on base. Oh yeah, and Houston's the same thing. Yeah, and and that's another way that Houston can come back and they can win this. They can win this World Series is they can just pepper the field. 
They can use people like Bregman and Altuve and not have them hit it out of the park, but get yeah, guys on base. A, so long as they can get Altuve on the bases, yeah, he can he can run. But he can get safe. He can be safe. He can I, steal. I just think it's the Dodgers' year. I really do. I think the Dodgers are done being the bridesmaid. Done, um, getting to the dance, but not dancing with the prom queen. Okay. They they go out in the National League championship series. championship series two years ago, and they lose in the World Series last year. Yeah. It's, I think they're done with it. No, I think they're gonna get over the Schneid. Yeah. I really do. I think they're done with losing. I think they're going to win this yeah, World cons- Series. Considering the amount of championships that have been won in that NL West, you know, San Francisco won three. Yeah. And they had to go through the Dodgers to win three, all three of them. Yep. I, I think they're just done with it. I think Clayton Kershaw is done with Madison Bumgarner going, hey, look at this. Look at my rings. You know, they're good friends. I mean, they had that whole thing at the end of the year. The Giants were out of it. What does Madison Bumgarner do last game of the season? He picks up a bat and pitch hits, so this way he could face Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, you know this is good back and forth between good friends who have been playing in the league together. Yeah, that's that's one thing I love about baseball is there's friend there's friendly uh, rivalries. Yes, yes, very friendly rivalries. So that pretty much takes care of baseball for the week. You have anything else you want to talk talk about? NHL season starts this week. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to do a ton of talking about NHL right now, but we're going to kind of do slight recaps. Going on probably every couple of weeks, we'll really talk about like where everyone's sitting, sitting yeah. in the and in, in the west. It takes and a couple east. of weeks for everything to kind of start to shuffle out. But I think this is going to be a really interesting year. Yeah, there's. It seems like you might have your one or two teams at the top. Yeah, and then everybody and else then, is kind of just going to be flip flop. And then maybe one or two teams at the bottom, and then there's a very big middle pack. Yeah. Nobody's really separating themselves yet, no. and, I, and it's not until they get on the ice that we're going to start seeing that separation. Yeah, like, and, and one one thing, the one question I'm going to pose now, which it's more of a rhetorical, we'll answer it over the season. How do the Lightning, no, not the Lightning, how do the Blues hold on to their their Stanley Cup champions? Because the red the Red Sox didn't hold up as Stanley Cup cha- as uh, World Series champions. Yeah, but I called that last year about the uh, about the Red Sox. You can Whatever. talk. You can talk to Matt about that. I, I you know I'm going to throw this take out there. I said last year's Red Sox team reminded me a lot of the Red Sox team that won the World Series and then fell apart with, um, I believe it was Valentine. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bobby. No, with John Farrell. I'm sorry, with John Farrell. They won the World Series with John Farrell, and then the next year they come out and they just were sluggish. That they reminded me a lot this year of that same team. They okay. just fell into bad habits. Fair. Will St. Louis fall into those habits? I don't think so. I think they're I don't think they're gonna be another I don't think they're gonna be another Stanley Cup playoffs team. I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't see them making it far. I don't think they're gonna they, be in the Stanley Cup championship. They, they they'll caught, make the playoffs. They caught fire. Yes. They caught fire. And and it took a it took a couple of teams just not playing to their potential in the playoffs last year. Look yeah. at Colorado last year. I mean, everyone had Colorado finishing at the bottom of the division. Yeah. They ended up playing unbelievable hockey last year. Out of their socks, they had no business being as good as they were. But you're coming into the playoffs, they were hot coming into the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, bad goaltending slowed them right down. Yep. Colorado's going to be the team to watch in the West this year. Can they get good goaltending all year? Because if they can get goaltending, they're going to score. They're going to score on everybody. They fly up and down the ice. You can't cover the full ice against Colorado. There's, there's too much speed. There's too much speed on that ice. And they got good defense. Yeah. So, 
it's going to be definitely an interesting year in the NHL. Yes, it is, and we'll continue to continue to hover back on it every couple of weeks. It's not something we're going to talk about every week, but we'll definitely be hovering back as the season progresses because NHL season's kind of weird. Some teams play three games in a week, some teams play one, some teams play none. It's just yeah. a very weird season. It's 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 odd. Yeah. Well, it's the toughest sport in the league. Yeah. And I mean, it's the it toughest sport sense. in the world world to play. Yeah. And also, I may start when it gets when it gets towards like week week 25, 26, 27, I'm going to really start bringing in the premiership, the English oh. Premier League. Okay. Because people that know me really well know I am a huge Manchester City fan. Okay. So I'm definitely going to want to see if the champions can do a three-peat this year. All right. So when that's when that late late season comes, it's like week 5, 6 right now, 7, I'm not sure. When that later season comes, when we start to hit like week thirty, when there's only like a f- handful of games left, I'm really gonna start bringing in some stuff for myself. Okay. So I'll stop talking about Bundesliga then. Oh, I know you love your Bundesliga. Love you my German. Yes, my 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 family all in Germany, man. You know we we you got you got Bayern Munich and you got FC Cologne, man. And you got Dortmund. Dortmund, man, they look so good. Yeah, they look so good, but. As we get approaching towards the end of the season, anybody yeah. can be good at the beginning of the year. Exactly. And another big thing too is, is any of you guys who are out there, I'm specifically gonna pick on um, a lot of you know family members who are big into Benfica and Sporting and Port. You have anything you want to say about any of those teams about the the Portuguese soccer leagues? Go right ahead, oh, bring yeah. it right into the conversation because we'll talk about it. And even. Even if you are a fan of the Italian league yes. in Roma and Juventus, yes. or even the, the French Sp- league in uh, PSG, um, Spanish. La Liga with uh, uh, Barcelona, Real, yeah. um, Atletico, yeah, talk about it, talk- please. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say about any sport, and yeah. we will talk about it because it's funny because we're not really going to talk about NBA on the show. I'll be real with that. We're not going to talk about NBA pretty much at all okay. because High five. we're uh, we're not huge basketball fans. Nope, don't enjoy the sport. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I'm not a huge NBA fan. I absolutely basketball. love college basketball. Yeah, college basketball is a different beast, though. Because college basketball is kids playing a sport they love. Yes. It's not tall men playing a sport, throwing, throwing a ball in a hoop no. for money. That's not the problem with With, with, with college NBA, basketball, no, with it's NBA about bas- passion. NBA basketball, the problem is... Divas, I want to make a super team. I want to do no, LeBron, I'm, Durant, I'm Wade. Um, it's all divas. Our man. Irving, Curry, all these. Well, no, Curry's good. I'm gonna stop you there. I love Steph Curry. That kid is unbelievable. That kid is. Think about what that kid's went through in his career. He's had multiple injuries. Multiple people were writing him off after his problems that he's had. You know, health wise, and that kid has come out. And he has changed the way you defend that game. Okay. That game is played behind the three-point line because of him and Thompson, the Splash Brothers. They have changed the game. And because of the way they changed the game, someone like James Harden had to change his game completely. What I don't like is these guys who throw these hissy fits to get to leave teams to build super teams, like a Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? Like a LeBron James. Like a like LeBron a Kevin James. Durant. Yeah, exactly. Durant couldn't beat the Warriors, so what did he do? He joins he the joins Warriors. He joins the Warriors. And now what's he doing? He's making another super team. It's like, it, it, 
it, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And that's why this is, just so you know, this is pretty much the extent of our NBA conversation because that's how I feel about it. There are several players in that league who are really good for the league, and there are a lot of players who are bad for There's that There's only league. one player that I'm really going to be watching this year for the NBA, and that's Zion Williamson with oh, the New, uh, New Orleans Pelicans. I am very interested to see what Zion Williamson Because he did very, very well in Duke. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he only played one year. Well, yeah, but still, he led that team. I know, but I'm so sick of this one-and-done stuff in college. I mean, what kind of career would Larry Bird have had had he honestly uh, only played one season in in college basketball? How about Magic Johnson? Yeah, true. Michael Jordan. All these guys played three, four years in college. Yeah, they they didn't come into the NBA until they were older. Those are some of the greatest players: Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Think about all those guys who played multiple years in college. Now look at all the guys who are coming out now who are all supposed to be this next level talent. True. Come on. Fair it, enough. I'm, that's the extent of NBA for me, guys, because of the fact that I it, it, it irritates me. It really irritates me. And then you get these personalities like um, Lonzo Ball's father, LaVar. Come on. I'm all set with this. So We had enough of that when that came into WWE. Yeah, so We're good with that. As far as I'm concerned, we can continue talking NFL, continue talking Major League Baseball, talk NHL, talk all the international soccer you want, and we'll bring in every once in a while some kind of you know, martial mixed martial arts boxing as the big stuff starts happening, as there's yeah. going to be big matches and oh, stuff. Oh, and next year, 2020, Tokyo 2020. Yes. We're definitely going to be talking Tokyo 2020 because yes. I love the Olympics. Yes, yes. Olympics are a lot of fun. So I think that's going to call this episode a wrap. Yes. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, this has been the Double Doink Sports Episode 2. Um, of course, all feedback is welcome. We want to hear your guys' takes on everything that we talk about tonight and today or whenever you listen to this. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Doink signing off. Peace out.